Welcome to C3 Church Tugra. Thank you for listening to one of our great messages. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. I really am excited for tonight and I always am so pumped for this opportunity, this honour and um, our pastors are awesome, hey, they just equip everyone and trust everyone and I really just want to share my heart tonight and just share a simple rev of what God's been teaching me over the last six months and um, we're going to, they're going to play a song for us later, Lisa and Dougie and we're just going to soak in God's presence, oh, it's so exciting. And um, the last six months, um, God's been teaching me so much <laughs> about taking dominion of my mind and of standing in peace because it's so accessible and so there for us. Um, and letting the light of who He is come bring freedom in my heart, in my spirit, um, and in my world. And um, look, I'm still learning about it. I'm still walking through it. And I'm sure I will be for the rest of my life. But I really, I just really want to share this tonight because I feel it's so powerful. And it's so simple, but it's so good. And I feel like a lot of truth in the kingdom of God is so simple, but so good. And it doesn't need to be complicated. And um, so I'm not going to do that tonight. I'm not going to complicate it. I'm just going to simplify it in my way and <laughs> just speak it in the way that I do and just be me tonight. So if I get a bit lost, that's fine. If I lose my track, that's all good. Um, I feel like tonight there's just a lot of freedom and we can just, you know, just be us. And later on as well, when um, we're going to all come down here and just letting you know, so you know. And I want you to just be you with God, you know, don't have... No inhibitions, no restrictions. Just just be real with God tonight because um, there's so much freedom here. There's so much peace here and the light of God is in this room and, oh, it's exciting getting ahead of myself. Well, tonight, if you brought your Bibles, we're going to turn to an awesome passage of Scripture. Let's jump right in. It's in Song of Songs, chapter 2. Oh, yes, I went there. And I've got to be honest, <laughs> Song of Songs is, has always been for me an interesting book. And um, this is, <laughs> I don't know, it's just so intimate and personal. And there's just some interesting quotes. I mean, like, hair like flocks of goats and weird stuff. I mean, anyone with me? Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of read it and I'm like, whoa, this is like, you know, you can't even say some of these things from the pulpit. Like, my goodness. <laughs> but <laughs> it's a beautiful book about love. And you can interpret a lot of it. Um, God's love for his church. God's love for us. And so it's not a ooh, book or it's not a, it's a beautiful book. It says a lot about God's nature and um, how deep and beautiful His love is. And so I want to share just um, a short little passage. Oh, there it is up already, my beloved. We're getting started. Isn't this exciting? And it's a scripture that God gave to me at the start of the year, um, which has started my journey of this rev that I'm going to share tonight. Um, 
I'm so excited. It's a good scripture. Let us read it together. Sound good? Okay, here we go. My beloved, you know when it starts like that, this is going to be good. My beloved spoke and said to me, Arise, my darling, my beautiful one, come with me. See, the winter is past, the rains are over and gone, flowers appear on the earth, the season of singing has come, the cooing of doves is heard in our land, the fig tree forms its early fruit, the blossoming vines spread their fragrance. Arise, come, my darling, my beautiful one, come with me. My dove in the clefts of the rock, in the hiding places on the mountainside, show me your face, let me hear your voice, for your voice is sweet and your face is lovely. Catch for us the foxes, the little foxes that ruin the vineyards, our vineyards that are in bloom. That's a beautiful scripture. It's this beautiful image of, imagine, God saying to his church or to you individually, winter's gone. There's peace in the land. There's fruitfulness. There's new life. Things are growing. It's amazing. Come, come out of hiding and come with me. I want to see your face. I want to speak to you. This beautiful invitation. And then he says, but there's little foxes that are running wild in the vineyard that I planted for you. And they're coming to steal and they're coming to kill and they're coming to destroy. And the Passion Translation puts it like this. You must catch the troubling foxes, those sly little foxes that hinder our relationship. For they raid our budding vineyard of love to ruin what I've planted within you. Will you catch them and remove them for me? We will do it together. Those foxes. Those foxes. And over the last six months... Um, I've really experienced those sly little subtle foxes. And I mean, those foxes can be anything from distraction and busyness. They can be things like fear and anxiety, um, lies of the enemy, other people's opinions that latch on and never leave us, or our past coming to haunt us because we haven't dealt with it and we just pushed it down or the little foxes. And um, so at the start of the year, I um, was just really, there was just a lot of little things just running around and causing me a bit of havoc and really stealing from what God was planning within me. And um, I was having a chat with a friend. Um, We were going for a walk on the beach, as I love to do. And she just, we were having a talk and she said, she shared with me this vision that the Holy Spirit gave her that really gives another image to this scripture about the foxes coming into the vineyard. And for me, it was like just so powerful. And I wanted to share with you tonight and she's allowed me to do it. Um, Bonnie Gray, she's this awesome girl on the Central Coast, worshipper, like artist, like amazing woman of God. And she shared with me because she had had some experiences herself and um, was just asking the Holy Spirit, like, just show me what's happening. And the Holy Spirit gave her this picture of this tent. And inside this tent, there were these tables, just banquet tables filled with food. And it was beautiful. And she walks in and Holy Spirit says, this is for you. God has prepared this for you. There's tables for your relationships. There's tables for your creativity. And there's tables for your mental health. There's tables for your physical health. There's just tables that represent different parts of her life, right? And she was just so excited. Like, you know, God would do this for me. That's the goodness of God, right? We've been talking about that, that he prepares 
tables for us in the presence of our enemies even. Um, you know, he's so good. He's the provider. He, he loves us where he's kids. Anyway, so in this tent, and she saw that one of the tables had just been eaten from, like fully eaten from. And she said, Holy Spirit, I, I haven't even got to that table yet. Why is that? Why does it look like it'd been rubbish? Like someone had just come through and just taken it off all, eaten half of the cake, you know. And the Holy Spirit walked her over to this table and lifted under the table. And underneath this table, there was this little wolf thing that was coming up and grabbing stuff and then coming back down and hiding and coming back up and grabbing something and coming, whoa. And the Holy Spirit said, oh, he shouldn't be there. He shouldn't be. He's not allowed to be there. Um, Let's bring it to the feet of Jesus. And so they brought this wolf thing, whatever it was, which the Holy Spirit helped her discern what it was, which was fear, and they brought it to the feet of Jesus and they kicked it out of the tent. And for me, that was such this, you know, we look at some of songs about these little foxes coming to raid the vineyards. This is another beautiful image of what it looked like to stand in authority, what it looked like, um, you know, you could call it spiritual warfare, you could call it taking dominion of the garden, taking dominion of your tent. And it was so powerful to me. It gave me such understanding and um, revelation. And it was so, like, I, was, I, was, I wasn't doing too great. I was so stressed. And I don't even know what about. My body was, like, breaking out in rushes. Like, I couldn't sleep. Like, it was just weird stuff. And to have that picture of, okay, there's something that's coming to try steal from what God's planning within me. Someone's, something's coming to try take my peace, which is mine. How dare it come and take my peace? And so it changed the way that I saw a lot of my struggles. And um, I really love, I'm going to unpack this more. This is so exciting. Um, I really love the Passion Translation um, because it really unpacks like the beauty of what that verse is really about. And one of the statements is, uh, those sly little foxes that hinder our relationship. And it got me thinking of the Garden of Eden, even. And you've got Adam and Eve walking and talking with God. The most incredible thing ever. They knew what he was like. They knew his nature. They were face to face with him. I mean, how incredible. They had all authority and dominion in the garden. God had given that to them to build it and to look after it. And in comes this sly little snake and starts planting seeds of doubt. Did he really say? He's really trying to restrict you, you know. You know, he just doesn't want you to be like him. You know, little little things of compromise, this little sly fox is coming in. And what happened was, as we know, Adam and Eve got kicked out of the garden and the plan of the enemy is always to isolate us and draw us out of community and, and take us away from um, closeness with Jesus. And really, that's the aim of these little foxes. Yeah, we can talk about them coming to steal what God's planted in us, but if we don't have relationship with Jesus and if we're isolated and drawn out of community and, and that's what doubt does, that's what fear does, that's what the little foxes do, then we've really got nothing. Because the most precious, most sacred thing is our intimacy with Jesus, isn't it? It's the most important thing we have. Without that, there's nothing else. Because all fullness comes from him. Forgiveness of sin comes from him. 
Freedom comes from him. And um, there's this other picture that I got um, not, not long ago, a couple of weeks ago, and just about, you know, this idea that holistic freedom, and I'm talking about freedom that's freedom in, in your mind, freedom in your spirit, freedom in your body. You know, we think sometimes, oh, Jesus, he just came to free our spiritual world, and that's it. Yes, he did. He did. Forgiveness of sins, mercy, eternal life, drawing us back to the Father. But he does care about our everyday world. He cares about our mind. He cares about our soul. He cares about the decisions we make every day. Holistic, and it's not just spiritual. It's not just chemical. It's not just physical. It's this idea of holistic health. And holistically, freedom can only come from Jesus. And um, I really believe that. I honestly believe that. And uh, I was going down to the snow, and we stayed, like, pretty far out, like, not in the fields. And um, we were driving to the, to the fields. And um, there was this field. I've said field, like, three times. Hectic. This field. <laughs> and it wasn't quite snow, but it was just this thin sheet of ice over this field. And... Uh, the light was starting to rise. We woke up pretty early, man. And the heat of the light was starting to melt the ice on this field. I was like, oh, that's awesome, because you could see it happening. But there were these trees, right, on this field, just random trees, that were blocking and casting shadows, right? So the light couldn't get to the shadow part. And so this field, the ice was melting everywhere else. But where the light couldn't hit, it was ice. It was cold ice. And it was the weirdest thing to see because it was just this green field with patches of little shadow ice. And it really got me thinking, man, that's like the human heart, isn't it? Like we can get saved and the light of God floods us. There can be stuff in the way that casts shadows and that keeps parts of our hearts icy and cold and hard. And this is so important because no striving, no performance, no human, no strategy, no ritual can melt that ice. It can't. Light is the only thing that can melt ice. Just like Jesus is the only one that can come bring freedom. The only one. And it reminded me of this scripture that I want to share, which has been such a rock to me. And it's um, in Philippians 4, 6 to 7. Oh, it's so good. And it says this, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Come on, there's a, there's a little statement there that's so important. Present your request to God. I like to think of that as bring your stuff into the light. Because in the light, darkness cannot stay. It has to leave. It has to leave. And too often, you know, we did this, um, I did this course last year with a few of our uh, D group, and it was about emotionally healthy spirituality. And uh, it was awesome. And one of the things was um, really like being self-aware and asking yourself, why did I do that? Like, why did I react like that? Why did that happen? 
Because, you know, sometimes you'll react weirdly to something and you'll go, where did that come from? Why did I get mad about that? Why did that trigger that? And too often we can push that stuff down. Oh, that was just weird. Let's just push that down. But if we bring it in the light, there's freedom there. And God can deal with it in the light. And when I was speaking to Bonnie, um, she was saying, she was just explaining how that, that picture had really changed her world. And she said, every time now that I just feel uneasy in my relationships with people or there's just something that's nagging at my mind or if I'm just feeling like I've hit a wall or I start reacting weirdly, I ask the Holy Spirit, what's eating at my table? What's eating at my, and what shouldn't be there? And so now, when I start to feel really anxious about something, or I'm in a social situation, and this has happened over the last six months, this is honest, and I start to feel like I'm choking, or I can't breathe, or something weird's going on, I'll, I'll, so at, at first I'll just think, this is weird, what's my body doing, or why am I getting freaked out? But then I go, hold on, Holy Spirit, would you bring light to this situation? What's eating at my table? What's there that shouldn't be there? And I tell you, every time he reveals it like this, when things are brought into the light, he wants to deal with it too. He doesn't want to see you stolen from. And, you know, where the enemy comes to steal, to kill and destroy, what? Jesus has come to bring life and life to the full. Come on, that's promise right there. That's promise. We have that authority that the name of Jesus, at the name of Jesus, Romans 11 says, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that he is king. That's authority. We've been given that authority and dominion to declare the name of Jesus, to bring light. Can you imagine in the garden, right, if Adam and Eve, when this snake had come, this is just a, this is how it could have turned out. What if? What if the snake comes? Because it wasn't, it wasn't the snake's dominion. It wasn't. It was a sanctuary of God. Adam and Eve had dominion over the garden. The snake was just there. I don't know how. Doesn't tell us, kind of, don't think so. <laughs> it wasn't his dominion. He was only planting seeds. He was only just suggesting just a little bit of compromise. But it wasn't his dominion. Can you imagine if Adam and Eve had gone, hold up, let's bring this into the light. Let's, let's present this to Jesus, well, God, and just see what he wants to, his, says about this. Because this guy is questioning the nature of God here. He's questioning our relationship with him. It's kind of weird. Let's, let's put this in the light and see what God has to say about this. Can you imagine if it went down like that? So different. But in our own lives, we do that all the time. I do that all the time. There's a wrestle, there's a struggle. Some little fox comes to steal from my table and I just push it away thinking, get back under there, you know. None of that, can I get back under there? Let's just push that down. Let's... But what if we went, hold on, that's weird. I'm going to ask the Holy Spirit to come bring light to this and I'm going to kick it out of my tent. I'm going to kick it out of my vineyard. I'm going to get it out of the garden because it's not supposed to be here. It's not. How dare it? It gets me mad because I'm like, nah, how did you get in here? Get out. Bring to the feet of Jesus and he just goes, well, shivs, sound effects. <laughs> he does. And that's the name of Jesus. That's the name of Jesus. 
And it's so powerful. It's so good. And I love it. And, um, you know, I was thinking about it. Like the gospel is, is, isn't just a good idea. It's not just a good idea. And it's not just a good concept, you know. Hope, the world, light of the world. Yeah, great idea, man. You don't get... When Jesus came and said, I've come to bind up the brokenhearted and set the captives free, it wasn't just a good idea. When it says it's for freedom that you've been set free, it's not just a good idea. The gospel is so powerful. It has the ability to transform and change not just your spiritual life, but your your mental life, your soul, your decisions. Honestly, the gospel is for every single area of your life. It is. It's not just a good idea. It's powerful. And I believe it when it says that he came to bind up the brokenhearted and set the captives free. I have full expectancy and full confidence that when I bring my request to him, when I put it into the light, that the peace of God will come and cover my heart and mind. It says to guard your heart and mind, even that it would do that. Full assurance and full confidence. And I'm telling you, over the last six months, every single time, Without a doubt, peace of God comes that surpasses understanding and covers my heart and mind. The gospel isn't just a good idea. It's legit. It's truth. It means what it says. It is literally the light of the world. It is literally the hope. He is literally the prince of peace. That is who he is. So I'm like, every time, get my life onto the same page. And I start declaring the peace of God over my life. I start declaring scriptures over my life. I mean, just get 10 or 5 or something that when that wrestle starts to happen, it says that the word never returns void, that it always um, does what it intends. Man, just get some scriptures and start declaring it. And I know I'm simplifying it so much and that people are complex and the soul is complex and there's history involved and there's, I get that, I totally do. But the gospel is simple and it's real and it's powerful. Kick those foxes out of the garden. They ain't supposed to be there. You tell them, you're not supposed to be there. I'm going to bring you to the feet of Jesus and you just watch what happens. There's no struggle. There really isn't. No struggle. As soon as Jesus enters the picture, as soon as you bring light to it, as soon as you stop hiding it and bring it into the light, it has to go. It has to. And that's liberating, isn't it? There's so much freedom. There is. And there's wrestles all the time, but you've got victory and you just need to claim that ground that's already yours. Just That was yours originally. Someone's taken it and stolen it. Come on, let's just get it back. And it's not a fight because, honestly, Jesus has already won. So all you've got to do is declare his name over that thing and, whoa. We hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3talgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.
So we'll rise in selfless faith to live like Christ.